Hi everyone and welcome back to this podcast, The 21st Century Christian Journalist. I'm your host, Olivia Smith, and if you've never been here before, on this podcast we talk about Christian journalism and what it takes to be a Christian journalist in today's 21st century, and we just break apart news stories, whether that's from Christian news outlets or non-religious news outlets, and we kind of just compare the writing process, the reporting process, and what differences each entail. And then we also bring up the question of what would Jesus do, which is my primary focus on this podcast. As an aspiring journalist myself, I am a junior in college right now, and every day throughout my classes, my journalism classes, I really take the time to think about, you know, what would Jesus do? How would he respond in reporting on this issue or story? How would he write it? And I think it really helps kind of create a more Christian standpoint or perspective if that's what you're wanting to do. So I hope I can give you guys lots of advice on journalism, Christian journalism, and really get you guys kind of opening your perspectives. If you're not religious at all, that's totally okay. This is just a perspective I choose to focus on in this podcast, and yeah, I hope that even if you aren't religious, you can kind of just gain some insight and find a lot of the things I bring up interesting. So I hope you all are doing okay and just kind of refreshing amidst this time. Easter has just passed, which is always a great holiday to celebrate Jesus, and I think, you know, it's just it always comes and goes so fast and a part of me whenever it's over I always just think about wow like the celebration that we you know should hold during this time it just seems like it's over so quickly and I don't know it kind of makes me feel like I need to really each year take the time to really just appreciate God and have some time of prayer and conversation with him to really come to terms on just how great that that what he's done um how great it just truly was and still is today but i hope everyone had a great easter and spent time with family enjoyed the day um where i am from it was completely sunny out so it was perfect and it wasn't too hot so that was always that's always a nice thing when it's not too warm outside but Yeah, I just hope you guys are doing okay, doing well with school, work, whatever it is you're working on right now, and just, you know, thriving, as I like to say. So on today's episode, I kind of want to talk about, instead of diving deep into specific news stories and news outlets, I kind of just want to bring up questions of what does it take to respond and act ethically today and keep in mind the question of what would Jesus do as well as what does faith mean in the 21st century. I came up with these questions the other day because I kind of was finding myself struggling with both of these things. Um, Sometimes faith is hard to have today because we're so involved, you know, in worldly things and materialistic lustful kind of things um whether they're small or big sometimes I choose to kind of I don't want to say forget about God but sometimes I kind of am distracted for a second which 
there's no excuse for that. It is what it is, but it's something I, you know, need to work on and I know I need to work on. And I even started this on the Bible app. I started this new devotional and it's called Dangerous Prayers. I highly recommend it. It's really cool because if you're someone struggling with prayer right now or just struggling to kind of have a really powerful conversation with God, this devotional really dives deep into meaningful prayers and, you know, using words that will really just kind of, you feel like instead of just kind of going through the motions, you feel as if you're actually praying and actually speaking to God. Because I feel like for me, and I don't know, maybe for you or other people, sometimes when we pray, we just kind of pray the same mundane things, you know, like bless this day, bless this food, keep me safe, you know, which are great. That's, I mean, you're still talking with God, but for me, I just really kind of wanted to feel what I'm saying is just, I wanted to have a bigger connection with God through my words instead of just kind of saying the same prayer. And I think this devotional has really helped. Um, but yeah, so it's called Dangerous Prayers. I'm, I forget who it's from, but I don't think there's any other devotional called that right now. So if you were to just type in Dangerous Prayers, I'm sure it would come up. The Bible app is a great way to do devotionals. I think sometimes a lot of people struggle with, you know, what should I read this week or what should I read today? I don't really know where to start. The Bible app's a great place to start, so highly recommend that. So yeah, um, first I kind of just want to bring up some ideas that I've learned from my media law and ethics class. As I've mentioned before, um, I am a journalism student, I'm a journalism major, and one of the classes I'm taking this semester is called media law and ethics, and this class is actually, <laughs> this is going to sound bad, but it wasn't a class I was looking super forward to it is a very work heavy class whether that's on a presentation basis a paper basis and a test basis i mean it's literally got all of them i've had to do a 30 minute presentation on a case study i've had to write a research paper on a hypothetical situation of my choosing that i have to make up and then i've also had to do so many quizzes and midterms and i have a huge final coming up so it's definitely a class where you kind of look at and stress out a little bit. But even so, now that I am, I think it's January, February, March, April, about four months into this class, I can now say that I have learned so much from it and I have found it very, very interesting. Um, so on the basis of kind of what I want to talk about in this class, so recently my professor, she had her husband speak and I forget his exact position in law, but he's some, I think it's a lawyer, a, def a defendant of some sort. So he works in the law and he works in um, court cases. And he was talking about how he's had to, um, you know, work with a lot of journalists, a lot of people, establish relationships that sometimes are hard and clients that don't always, you know, cooperate or act in a way that is, you know, jestful. I think justful is a word, in a way that's, you know, honest. But he was talking about how sometimes, you know, as a journalist, like, he's not a journalist, but he was saying working with journalists, like, the best way to establish a relationship is being transparent, honest, and just right when you get a case, you want to establish that sort of relationship of honesty right away with the other side. So whether you're reporting on one thing, you kind of want to look at 
all aspects of what you could be reporting on in that case or story so you can kind of form connections and get further evidence on specific things. And I thought that was really interesting because today I feel like it's such a competitive atmosphere and sometimes people, I feel like they just, like as journalists, they reach a moment where they're just like, they act have to act so quick and they're just like, I don't really need to hear the other side. I need to get this news from this outlet right away, right now. And I don't need to worry about anything else. But um, he just, um, Mr. Anderson kind of just pointed out how, um, you know, kind of understand all sides and report in everything because that'll get you farther in just who you are as a journalist and how you report in today's time. But specifically, what I really enjoy about this media law and ethics class is just how it kind of pushes you to evaluate controversial issues and how a journalist or just any person of law would act in these situations and respond to them. I think putting myself in the shoes of an actual journalist, you know, it's hard sometimes because you're forced to deal with so many different types of people in a case um, based off of what I've learned in this class. There's just so much going on. And sometimes I, I, I can't deny that I'm sure journalists must feel a sense of if I say this, it's going to ruin everything. But also if I don't say it, it's going to ruin a lot more things. And it's just really interesting because there's a lot of pressure going on. And I feel like people don't really realize just how much journalists have on their shoulders, how much weight they have to carry when um, reporting and writing, but definitely something interesting to consider. And it just really kind of, I, I like having to think about what does it take to respond and act ethically? Um, like what really, what, what does it take? Do you need to go to a bunch of classes and learn a bunch of things? to be considered ethical or do you need to learn over time do you need to you know have a certain job like what does it take but then this is what encourages me to look at the question what would jesus do and then it makes me reflect okay really all i need is jesus in this situation and calling upon him and asking him what should i do i think is the ultimate help in making a decision Sometimes I feel like a lot of the time, you know, journalists in training or just how the world perceives journalists, I think they feel like we follow a certain, like, code or set of rules to get where we are or to, you know, write and tell the story. And instead of looking at it as, you know, straight up rules or, you know, instead of principles or guidelines, I kind of feel like journalists instead should have the mindset that, you know, I'm independent and I am going to write this story like I know how to write this story. I don't need to keep in mind like specific rules or principles on the basis of, you know, telling the truth and being accurate. Like, obviously there's, you know, like I guess how do I word this you know there's there's things we follow as journalists to you know make sure we're being accurate and truthful but I wouldn't say those things are considered rules more so I feel like they're just 
ideas that journalists take into consideration because at the end of the day a journalist has a choice they can be ethical or they can be unethical they can you know be truthful or they can be dishonest and i just feel like incorporating these things as rules like you have to be honest you have to be this you have to be that like yes you do but i don't think they should be forced upon a journalist like that because you know give it give a chance for a journalist to think and sometimes I feel it's like it's okay for journalists to step back from a story and kind of think about how they would respond in a biased way this is gonna sound crazy but if I was to report on a story right now and I'm just gonna bring up a super controversial issue let's say you know I don't know this is super dramatic but let's say a celebrity is considering abortion or something like that um someone who's very famous and she's people are just 50 50s on this issue they're just like yes she should get it it's in her right and the other side's like no like it's wrong as a journalist if i was reporting on an issue like this and writing about it i think i would consider my own perspective on the issue and be like um i'm just gonna be completely open on this um and honest i am pro-life And I think in this situation, I would kind of evaluate, well, what's the facts? What's the evidence? And then come to a conclusion of how I feel about it. And then when I write about it, I would transition my emotion into my writing, not in a biased way, but in a way to fuel the truth. You know, if let's say if she was a rape victim and she, you know, wants to get abortion. I'm not saying I'm against that, but, you know, maybe I see her side. And in doing that as a journalist, I think it's so important. Yeah, you can disagree with that, but I think you can also see why sh- why the person's doing what they're doing. And in doing that, I think that's a way to be a great journalist. I think that's being completely ethical. Yeah, have your opinions, have your side, but report about it truthfully and accurately and in a way that the person who the story's about would be like, yeah, like she, she or he wrote the story completely correct and they didn't make it sound like they're against me or for me it was just truth and honesty about the situation and i think that's what it comes down to in the end so not necessarily these rules or you know principles we have to follow but instead just what do you think is the best overall outcome when i tell this story am i telling it as jesus would and then just going off that idea of you know the best ultimate outcome Um, In my media law and ethics class, we talked about having a utilitarian approach. We talked about a lot of ethical approaches when, you know, having to approach a dilemma. And yes, so one was utilitarian. And I personally really like this approach specifically for journalism. Um, I talked about this approach in a presentation I did for the class on the case study. It was about sexual harassment in the newsroom. And I had to study a um, the Matt Lauer case. He was fired for sexual assault in the workplace. And his co-host, Savannah Guthrie, had to respond and report about it. The whole Today Show, NBC, had to, you know, report about it the following day that it happened. And I think in the whole situation, how they went about it. And you can look up the video of Matt Lauer being fired on YouTube. And I think it's really cool to see, you know how Savannah Guthrie uh, talks about it and releases the news to the public. But they definitely used this sort of utilitarian approach. I think they thought of, you know, who are the people affected? 
Is there family, friends, just the company, community, society? I think they had to consider, you know, the public, who they're writing to. Um, and then you kind of consider the benefits versus the harm. So how can all these people benefit and how can they be harmed by my action? So I think they kind of had to think about, you know, telling the public, will it harm them or will it benefit them? Will it harm the person who was sexually assaulted or will it benefit them in the future? And then I think the ultimate, excuse me, the ultimate goal of utilitarianism is to kind of just create the most benefit over harm for the most, for the greater good of people, um, the greatest amount of people. So, you know, you want more good over bad. And if it's going to create more good in the end, then you've successfully conducted the utilitarian approach. And I think as a journalist, I would definitely use this approach. And I think it's important when dealing with certain dilemmas and having to respond ethically, you kind of need to think about, you know, what will be the greater good um, of my decision? And you kind of have to put aside, you know, who your friends are in the situation, who, you know, you've, I mean, you know, who you think, even though they've done something bad, they're still a good person. Like, you kind of have to think, well, you, ha- you have to be have tough skin, basically. You need to go about the situation and think, well, you know, this was unethical, so I'm going to make this decision. There's no in-between when it comes to making an ethical decision, I don't think. Um, there should be, when using certain approaches, that you should be able to be like, this is wrong, and I'm going to make this decision because I know this in my heart to be wrong. And again, as a Christian journalist, it's okay to ask God for help. And sometimes we get so caught up in the media and just other people influencing our responses and our ideas and it's it just makes it so much more complicated to make a decision when you can just step back for a minute, really think about things and just have a conversation with God about it and he will guide you, I promise. And sometimes, you know, he doesn't respond right away, but I guarantee it he will respond at the right time according to his will. Which is another, this is a whole other topic to get into, but the will of God is so vast and big. And I think that it's underrated sometimes in the sense that we don't really consider it because we get caught up in ourselves, basically. We kind of just think, I'm doing this because I want to. Like, I know this in my heart that what I'm doing is right. And then it kind of makes me think about, well, did you ask God first? Like, did you tell him to guide you this way? Um, and again, it kind of just brings you to answer that question, what would Jesus do? And just, you know, think about that. I don't think non-religious journalists do that. I don't think they actually, you know, think about what God would do, probably because, you know, they're not, you know, thinking religiously, maybe because they don't want to, whatever, you know, whatever, why they're not, you know, religious. But as a Christian journalist, I think, you know ask that question. I think that's the ultimate best thing you could do in the end. And this ties in, you know, that question, what does faith mean in the 21st century? You know, I always think about, you know, what or how does faith define you? What does faith mean to you? How do you enact faith? Do you really believe faith? Um, The Bible teaches I think it's in Hebrews 11. There's a scripture that says, faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And as a journalist, or just anyone in society today, 
I think this is sometimes hard to grapple with because, you know, we're so used to, you know, well, if it's real, prove it to me. And especially in journalism, you know, you work based off of facts and evidence. You cannot possibly write a story without any evidence or without any facts because that's inaccurate. And you need accuracy. You need things that, you know, will drive your story, excuse me, and kind of just prove the facts of what you're writing. And, you know, when it comes to faith, in God, faith in Jesus, faith in Christianity, it's hard because yes, we do have the Bible and that is our proof, that is our evidence, but a lot of people today don't believe what the Bible says is maybe true or accurate or they don't believe it's a real book with real things in it, which is crazy to me because, you know, I've grown up as a Christian and I've always believed in my heart that the Bible is true and I've never, you know, doubted that. But, you know, it's hard today because people, you know, we can't see God. We don't see him on earth. We don't see his physical form. So all we can have in really imagining God or knowing he's real is in faith. We have to have faith that he's real. We have to have faith that what the Bible says and how the Bible describes him is true and real. And that faith is kind of the most, I think, awesomest part of Christianity and of just, you know, believing in the Holy Spirit because faith is everything and it's what God wants us to have so much. It's what he put the Israelites through. It's what he's put countless and countless of generations through, you know, this idea of faith. Have faith in me and you will never go blind. Have faith in me and you will never not see me. You know, you just have to have faith and believe that God is who he says he is. And remembering that as a journalist is really important and not being caught up in just the 21st century, not being caught up in this idea that it matters, what matters most is what's here on earth and what these people say. Like, no, that's not true. It's what Jesus has to say. And it's so much greater than what this world is and what God's given us on this earth. And I just think faith is really important to keep in mind and even you can even tie in faith not just in a religious way but maybe through your work have faith in what you're writing is truthful and accurate have faith that you're going to write this the best way possible and it just encourages me as an aspiring journalist to continue bringing up this idea of what would jesus do how would jesus use faith in this situation and even if you're not a journalist or you know Um, working in the field of media whatever job you're going into keep in mind this idea of faith and what is how can you use faith in the works you do daily how can you use faith in sports how can you use faith in school how can you use faith walking down the street and helping a stranger faith is everything and i think that's kind of just the big i the big point of perspective that I want you guys to really understand today and kind of just with that I want to leave you guys off with um just remembering to really pray and give thanks to God and communicate with him always because he's right there at the palm of your hand literally like he's right there you can literally reach out and just put your hand up and God will grab it and you know Whether or not you have faith in that is your choice, but faith will get you there. Faith 
will reach God. And just thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Again, I hope I gave you guys lots of advice and encouragement, whether you're a Christian journalist or not, whether you're working in a completely different field. I hope that this has really helped you to kind of open your perspective and really encourage you to reach out to God when you're struggling and when you need a burst of faith. And with that, wherever you're watching this, whatever time of day, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, afternoon, night, and thank you so much for tuning in. With that, I'm your host, Olivia Smith. Have a great day.